Welcome back to The Takeaway. It's Todd Zwillick with you today. This week, we began a conversation about disconnected youth. Those are young people in America between 16 and 24, both out of school and not working. It's estimated that one in eight young Americans are in this category. If a kid is not working or not in school, what are they doing? They may be sitting at home. They may be out on the streets, basically not giving back to society. And it has long-term consequences. The disconnected youth phenomenon hit especially hard in Phoenix. In post-recession 2010, Phoenix ranked highest among U.S. cities with over 100,000 disconnected youth. But the city took action and formed a coalition called Opportunities for Youth. In the years since, Phoenix has reduced the ranks of disconnected youth by 26 percent more than any other urban area in the country. I want them to prevent that so they can be able to have a better career, so they can become a firefighter or a police officer or something that I really wanted to be. Felix Moran knows this situation well. He was involved with gangs as a teenager and wound up incarcerated. But since getting out, he's become a youth outreach coordinator. And that voice you heard earlier, that was Rebecca Sanders. She covers Maricopa County politics and government for the Arizona Republic. Phoenix was one of the city's worst hit by the recession and the housing crash of 2008, largely because We are a state that really depends on construction and homes. And so our economy took a hit, and that trickled down, of course, to young people. What we saw was a huge spike in unemployment for youth 16 to 24. Um, In addition, disconnected youth may have dropped out of school. And here in Arizona, we've got an education system that is underfunded compared to other states in the country. We also have a lot of immigrant students who may struggle uh, to learn English. And all of those challenges mean that we have a pretty high dropout rate as well. Well, Felix Moran, I want to turn to you because you're somebody with personal experience here. Does what Rebecca is saying sound familiar to you? What was it like being not a statistic but a person uh, in this era of disconnected youth in, in Phoenix? Oh, it was very hard. Um, just starting off, just trying to like build my little career again was kind of difficult because I didn't have the experience that was required out of me. Um, I guess imagine at that age, I was kind of just trying to find a job. And they always check if you have stability within a job. They they always see if you've been with the company longer than a year. They like seeing stuff like that. And somebody that just came out of being incarcerated didn't have no job record or anything like that. So that kind of looked at me like, oh, well, you're a criminal. What is it that we can we can't even help you because you're somebody that's going to eventually go back to jail. So they were kind of just kind of skeptic, but somebody kind of voiced out their opinion for me and gave me an opportunity to get that job. And because of that one job, it led me to have other steps in other jobs that they seen that I was a good worker. They seen I was frequently there. They seen I was always just trying to improve myself. And I found another opportunity because of it. Now, Felix, you mentioned being in prison. You caught a felony. Is that right? Yes, correct. Can you describe uh, what was going on in your life at the time when you got sent to prison for aggravated robbery? Yeah, so what happened at that time was that I was growing up in an atmosphere where drugs, money, people with nice cars made me feel like this society is where I want to be. So I always looked up to these guys because they always had guns. They always had 
things that put them in a position of power. So I would try to prove myself, like break into a house because they told me, or do something just cause I, so I can build my reputation and my credit. I eventually did build up my credit, and people looked at me as the crazy one in the group. So just changing that whole cycle was like, you're the crazy one, and look at you now. And it's like, you could change, like, for reals. You can all change. You just got to be willing to make that change. You know, a lot of cities that we've talked about in this series have kind of limped along with the problem of disconnected youth, uh, maybe with their hands in the air figuratively, not really having the will or the knowledge about what to do about the problem. But Phoenix is different. They really had a local effort to tackle the problem. That's right. Yeah. So what was really incredible is that when these numbers came out in about 2012, and the Arizona Republic wrote a front page story about the problem, leaders here in Maricopa County really said, we can't let this happen. And so they um, really tackled the problem aggressively. The county education leader called together business leaders, nonprofits, school professionals, all kinds of people across the spectrum to say, what can we do to stop this from being such a a problem here in Phoenix? And so they created this coalition that Felix is part of, Opportunities for Youth. And they started talking about, you know, a lot of us are interacting with disconnected youth, but we're just not coordinating. And so if if a disconnected youth walks into a boys and girls club, but what they really need is a job counselor, uh, let's make sure that someone at the Boys and Girls Club knows an employment office to call to get that kid connected. And so as a result of their efforts starting in 2013, what we've seen is the uh, steepest drop in the rate of disconnected youth of any city, large city in the country. Here in Phoenix, it's still uh, too high of a number, about 75,000 disconnected youth in the Phoenix metro area, but it still shows that being proactive can make a difference. So Phoenix had about a 26% drop between 2010 and 2015. Is that right? That's correct. And, And during that time, we should be clear, there have been economic improvements. There have been improvements in the housing market and in construction. So some of this might be due to improving economic conditions, but clearly some is also due to concerted effort. Absolutely. I asked that of the researchers. If you look at the numbers, uh, there was improvement in the rate of disconnected youth in almost every urban area in the country. But what was unique was that the drop in Phoenix was precipitous, and it was far more than anywhere else. And the researchers said that they can only attribute that to the efforts here on the ground. So Felix Moran, I want to call you one of the foot soldiers of this effort that Rebecca's talking about here, because you're with Opportunities for Youth. Clearly, they've given you an opportunity, but what are your conversations like with people like you or kids who were like you when they're wandering around and they and they come into your orbit? What do you say to them? What do they say to you? I kind of just mostly ask, what are their problems now? Because not all of us have positive role models in our neighborhoods. So I always try to like look at the problem, like, what is it that you're looking for? Like, Are you following that guy because he's doing something that you like? Or what is it that you're following him for? And a lot of people still has that pride within them that this is where I grew up and this is what I'm going to do. And I still have that pride to my neighborhood also. Don't get me wrong. 
That's why I go back over there. That's why I try to help them because I really don't want to see them fail, you know, because I know if I had that opportunity when I was young, I wouldn't have messed up. But now that I have this opportunity now, I don't want them to mess up and end up having a felony. So I always try to look at, like, how can you be able to improve yourself but at the same time still show love to your neighborhood? Felix Moran, Youth Outreach Coordinator in Phoenix. Thanks so much for joining us. No, thank you. It was a pleasure being here. And Rebecca Sanders covers Maricopa County politics and government for the Arizona Republic. Rebecca, thank you so much. Thank you. On Notes from America, we have conversations with people across the country about how we can truly become the nation that we claim to be. Each week, we talk about race, our politics, education, relationships, usually all of them, because everything's connected. And you, our listeners, are at the center of those conversations. I'm Kai Wright. Join me on Notes from America, wherever you get your podcasts.